So welcome to all of you today. I'm going to have you hold this for me, Brian, for a few minutes. This is um, a beautiful gospel that we're reflecting on today, but it matches the first reading from Isaiah. Isaiah says that just as the heavens rain and snow comes down, it does not return until it's watered the earth, until it's done something, until it's made fertile and fruitful, the earth, giving seed to the one who sows and bread to the one who eats. And he said, my word will be like that. It goes forth from my mouth. My word shall not return to me void. So God's word in Isaiah is not a descriptive word. His word is a factative word. The word of God is not something that just describes some event that's going on or something he's interested in, but rather it, it actually, if we, if we hear it and, and receive it, it, it takes root into our lives and changes us, changes us for the good. I think as a church, we've been somewhat negligent about proclaiming the word. Uh, you know, many lives of faith uh, they spend hours and hours and hours every Sunday. If I did that for you, you'd walk out and never return. I know that. Uh, but just describing the word, reflecting on the word, we don't do that. But we do want you and, and hope that when we hear a gospel or hear, excuse me, or hear a message that we that, 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 that we don't let distractions take us away. And that's, of course, the gospel. Jesus is the sower, there's no question. And the seed that he sows, somehow, if it's on not good soil, it, gets, it, it dries up. Or if, it, if, it, if it, it, it just lightly touches the earth but doesn't take root, it withers and dies. Or if it goes into a thorn bush or something that prevents it from even growing, it dies. It only goes and matures and develops when there's good soil, good ground. So I think for us today, that's so important for us to hear that and to take some time to renew our our great love for the word of God. That it's not just something we hear on Sunday. I bet if I asked you, I won't do it, but if I asked you, um, do you remember what the first reading was? You know, we, we kind of hear it and we're thinking about, you know, it's a little stuffy in here or something or wonder who she is or, you know, that... We get distracted by these things. There's a great story that uh, Matthew told last night. I pay attention to guys' homilies because I'm trying to find something every, every week, as you know. And uh, Father Matthew said that uh, there was a pastor that said to the folks now, you know, the gospel of Mark is a great gospel. And I want everyone in this church next Sunday 
to have read chapter 17 of of Mark's gospel before you come here to Mass next Sunday. Please do that. So he got back next Sunday and the people were in the church and he said, how many of you read the 17th chapter of Mark's gospel? Everyone put their hand up. He said, that's unusual because there's only 16 chapters in Mark. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so I, I think, I just, I believe that. I mean, sometimes I, you know, I study the scriptures during the week, so I have some idea, but it's easy to forget that. It's easy to let it kind of pass by. And, and so I think we have to redevelop. I know that's one of the great things that Father Prosper did for so many of you. He had a class on Saturday that, that helped you to, to really kind of break open that word, to look at the word. It's, it's the seed planted on good soil. And you are good soil, brothers and sisters. You are good soil. You're great people. So, so it's, we, we've got the chance to change, to become more joyful, to become more attentive to our Lord. We have a chance to, to live at a better life, to be more generous to people, to be not so judgmental. If we just allow that word to take root, it's factative. Trust me when... When I say that to you, it's, 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 a, it's a factative word. It's not some nice little descriptive. It, it has root and meaning and purpose and force in our lives. I'm sure you all know that, and I probably am talking to the choir, but I just think it's, it's really important that we look at that scripture and and do our best to, to try to understand it and, and then to try to make it uh, a better thing. Uh, one of the things that I think can happen to us is, you know, we, we, we'll have a moment. I was talking to somebody last night about a great moment that took place and brought that person to a very clear decision for, for his life. Things like that happen to us in our lives. But they can be forgotten. You know, we, we move on. We don't nourish it. See, it's, it's not a word that just you, you take and then run. It's, it's, a, it's a word that you've got to plant and, and water and, and, and put some fertilizer on it and, and pay attention to it and, and revisit it. Maybe I've said too much about it, but I, I just believe that. I think that's what this gospel is saying to us today, Christ is abundant in his gift of his word. And it's critical for us to, to, to do our best to hold that word, to believe in it, and to make it a word that changes our life. Thank you. Appreciate that. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Last week, I, I talked about that visit that some friends of mine had with Pope Francis, you know. 
Well, I didn't tell you, Francis gave me this book. It's got his name written in there, just simply, Francis, 1906-2023. I just, I treasure it. It's his, it's his um, the family said how grateful we were at St. Monica for him and how much we loved him, and so he wanted to thank us. So it's for you, it's not just for me. But he, he, wrote, he gave him this, he gave to each one of them this apostolic exhortation, Gaudete et exultate, that means rejoice and exult. And it's nothing more than a, and it's something for you all to read. I know you're not interested much in papal documents, nor am I actually, but <laughs> sorry to say that. Holy Father, sorry to say that, but, but uh, it, this is a, a real treasure. Because as you know, when this person asked him, how do you face a billion people every day? How do you get up in the morning and, and, and do what you do? Because it's so strenuous and, you know, you're not a young man. He didn't say that, but he isn't a young man. And of course, he's been in the hospital and so on. He said, I pray every morning a prayer. It's a prayer for joy. A prayer to keep my sense of humor. And he said, that makes all the difference in the world. So I went hunting for that prayer because a couple of people asked me, what is the prayer? I said, I don't know what the prayer is. And I think I found it. It's in a footnote that he has on page 71 of this great document. He talks about joy and talks about sense of humor. And this is what he says. And, and I'll, I'm going to put it on, on my Instagram or something uh, so that you can find it because I think you might want to read it again, pray it again. He said, I recommend praying the prayer attributed to St. To Thomas More. Here's the prayer. It's really great. Grant me, O Lord, good digestion. How about that? <laughs> and also something to digest. Grant me a healthy body and the necessary good humor to maintain it. Grant me a simple soul that knows to treasure all that is good and that doesn't frighten easily at the sight of evil, but rather finds the means to put things back in their rightful place. Give me a soul that knows not boredom, grumbling, sighs. We all know sighs, don't we? Laments. Nor excess of stress. Because of that obstructing the thing called I. The I. Oh, the I. Grant me, O oh Lord, a sense of good humor. Allow me the grace to be able to take a joke and to discover in life a bit of joy and to be able to share it with others. Isn't that beautiful? Did you get it? Did I read it clear enough? Oh my God. That's a gift. To make that our prayer every day.
grateful for good health, for good food, for a joyful spirit, for a sense of humor, that we don't take the eye so seriously, that we don't let evil destroy us, we hold on, and that we pray for that gift of that joy and that sense of humor this day. Well, that's what keeps Pope Francis going at 86 years of age with a billion people to serve. And I hope and pray that it has some little thought for for all of you. I'll have to look for a way to make sure I get it out so that you can find it easily and not have to bother me for the next week about it. (laughs) I'm happy to do it. But I just think, my brothers and sisters, that um, that's such a great teaching for us as well. This is a great Sunday. God's good word. Factative. A force. Changing us. Making us better people. And as a result of that, greater love. And when we love, as you know, it brings great joy. Great joy into our lives and hearts. Boy, that makes a lot of sense to me. God bless you, and I love you.